the real meat takes place because I'm now going to invite our church treasurer, Chris, to come and speak to us about the financial facts of our church life. Because all of this is wonderful, but it costs money. And money is the oxygen of the church. Money allows the church not just to worship, but to witness and to minister. And without it, those things do not flourish. Chris. Thank you, Christopher. Good morning, everyone. Um, about 90 minutes ago, when we were doing this the first time around, um, I came up here with a bit of trepidation. Um, Christopher had just, uh, had just talked through those uh, pictures, as he did just, just now. He'd had uh, the majority of the, the 9 o'clock congregation rolling about the aisles in fits of laughter. And, and I was thinking, this, this is just one big setup. He, he's, he's, he's built them up, and then he's got me up here to talk for 15 minutes about facts and figures and, uh, and bore everyone to death. But you'll be pleased to hear, I didn't get booed off, so I've got a bit more confidence this time around. We'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. There's only one way, I suppose. Um, uh, good morning for, for those of you who don't know me. Uh, my name is Chris Lane. Um, I have been coming here to St. Giles for about the last 15 years or so uh, with my wife, Jess. Um, Jess can't be here today to see my moment of glory stood up the front. She's, um, she's actually at Centre Parks this weekend. So I've got no idea whether she's been locked in, locked out, when I'm going to see her. I'm hoping she turns back up at, at, at some point, but um, she, she's not here this morning. Um, uh, we have two children, Charlotte, who is 12, and James, who turns 10 later this week. Um, and uh, they're off, off doing the, uh, the, the various children's, um, children's groups this morning. For the last six years or so, um, I've also been a member of the PCC and have held the role as tre church treasurer, as, um, as Christopher says. Um, and during that time, we haven't really talked a lot about money in our services. I I've tended to, to give a brief overview of the church's finances as part of the AGM each year in, in April, May time. Um, but apart from that, there's been very little discussion, aside from a small number of specific fundraising campaigns for, for individual projects. Um, and, and I think to that end, I, I'd really like to firstly thank Christopher for the series of sermons that, that he's run over this summer, which has held money and godly giving principles as the, the central theme to those. I personally have found them incredibly thought-provoking, and I hope, hope you have too. Um, this series of sermons was due to culminate last week um, in me giving this presentation. Under the circumstances, we, we decided to, to defer that um, at that time. Um, and, and indeed, there's been quite a bit of debate about whether this is the right time to talk about money. And there's a number of views right across the PCC and the wider groups that, that we've asked about this as to, as to, as to that, that point. Um, sh should we be talking about it, this during an interregnum, for example? Um, I I'm acutely aware that a lot of people's minds might be on other, other events this week in particular. Uh, and this, this talk is in no way intended to distract from the funeral tomorrow of Queen Elizabeth. Um, and, and I'm also aware that everybody sat in this church now will be experiencing the impact of the increasing cost of living 
energy bills double what they were not so long ago. Cost of food in the supermarket seems to be going up almost on a weekly basis. And the cost of filling up your car with fuel is almost unimaginable now compared with what it was not so long ago. So some of you, I can understand, might be sat there thinking, is this really a good time to run a church giving campaign? But it's my job as treasurer of this church to make sure that all of you, the church's members, are fully aware of the financial facts of life uh, here at St Giles. And, and the fact is that the cost of serving God is going up, just in the same way that the price of a litre of petrol is going up. No two of us here are in the same situation, and how each one of you receives this message today is a personal matter between you and God. However, on behalf of the PCC here at St Giles, I, I just want to spend the next few minutes just talking about a number of things. So, so firstly, I, I want to say a really sincere thank you for your continued financial support of the work here at St Giles. Um, I'll hopefully be able to inform you a little bit more about the up-to-date financial facts of our church life. And, and off the back of that, I want to encourage you to really prayerfully and consider uh, and review your giving to God's work here at St Giles. If you're new to St Giles, I'd like to invite you to become a regular financial contributor to our church. And as you leave today, I'd like to ask you to pick up one of these envelopes. I'll just be by the door, um, so, so you can pick one up there. Um, within here, there is a, a copy of a little booklet, which is really a copy of this presentation and the kind of a bit more detail going into to some of the facts and figures behind it. Um, and also, there is a response form, nice yellow response form here, and an envelope. So, after this service, pray about it, consider it. If you feel able, complete the response form, pop it in the envelope, and then bring it back into church, and from next week, we'll have a box for these to go into. But more formally, at the, uh, the service on the 2nd of October, which is our harvest Thanksgiving service, we'll be asking for the responses to, to, this, um, to this talk. Then on the following Sunday, I'll update the congregation on the response to the appeal. So, what are the financial facts of church life at St Giles? Well, what's the expected cost of paying for God's mission here at St Giles next year? And that comes out at roughly £20,000 a month. £20,000 is a lot of money, and this is only going up. Especially if we're going to be ambitious in our approach to spreading God's word and growing disciples. And this needs to be met by the church and its members. These costs are not paid for by government, local councils or the wider Church of England. The responsibility is ours. By far the largest income stream for the church is contributions from its members. And indeed, this typically represents between about 75 and 85% of the church's total income. 
It's our responsibility to maintain the church fabric, to cover the everyday bills, to provide the ministry of our church. And beyond that, it's our responsibility to fulfill our mission to serve Christ here in West Bridgeford and further afield. To that end, we encourage the members of the church, to the extent that you're able to, to contribute to St Giles. These contributions we made in a number of different ways. Some people give their time. Some people use their God-given gifts to further the church's work. And some people give money to enable the ongoing mission. Some people do all three. We call it stewardship, which is about the giving of all of our lives to God, and that includes our finances. It's been some time since the last financial appeal for our general finances. And for a number of reasons, our annual regular planned giving income, so the amounts we receive each month from members of the congregation, has reduced from about £190,000 a year a couple of years ago to the present level of about £140,000 a year. That's a little over £11,500 a month. So if you remember, I said the cost of running the church is about £20,000 a month. And those regular monthly donations come to about £11,500 a month. It's a significant gap there to bridge to meet that expenditure of the church. At times in the past, we've been able to rely on other sources of income to cover this. But as costs increase and the level of giving reduces, that's just not sustainable. And the PCC, quite rightly, don't believe that we should be relying on uncertainty around one-off donations or legacies to plug that gap. The work of serving God and his kingdom costs money, and that money needs to come from you and me. The responsibility is ours. Let me take just a minute to explain the breakdown of the £20,000 estimated cost of running the church each month. The parish share remains our largest expense. Each year, every church across the country is assessed according to its size and its ability to contribute, and those who are more able to do so are asked to support God's mission in parishes that would otherwise struggle. We live in a relatively affluent area and we've got a large congregation. So next year, our parish share will probably be about 130 to 140,000 pounds. This will cover the costs of the new rector at St Giles. It also goes towards providing for clergy costs in parishes less well off than ours but also the support costs of the diocese and the costs of pensions for retired clergy members. And haven't we been appreciative of them over the last few months? So, for each adult worshipping member of our church in 2023, we'll be required to pay about £65 each month to the diocese. So bear that in mind when you think about your giving. The first £65 a month or well, the first £130, if you're a couple, will go to support the cost of clergy and the wider church across Nottingham and Southall. But in addition to that, we also need to cover the running costs of our church, as well as the ministry and mission within and beyond our parish. We've not had any real clergy expenses this year, but next year, with the arrival of a new incumbent, we will have those. We've also got other staff costs, Ellen and Claire for our um, uh, music leaders and if we aspire to grow our missionary teams and new youth worker for example these costs will only increase 
Youth and children's work, music, choir materials, photocopying, computers, office equipment, heating, lighting, music, insurance, ongoing maintenance, all of these things cost money. We're also working through the output from the long-awaited quinquennial review. It's likely to come at a cost. We've got a beautiful old building here that we, we, we all love, but we need to look after it. And last year, we gave away about 4.5% of our planned giving to our mission partners. We've talked for a while now that the PCC remains committed to work towards uh, the, a bi biblical giving standard of 10%, tithe. Presently, our mission partners include the Friary, Christian Aid, Friends International and Harfusi. And many of you have been present at the end of July to hear Elizabeth Dunford update us on the wonderful work there, which we support as a church. We're very aware that God has blessed each of us and this church in so many ways. Jesus said, to whom much is given, much will be required. And therefore, we seek to reflect God's generosity in our own giving, individually and as a church family. And if you are not already doing so, we would encourage you to join with us in this approach. As I said earlier on, it's been some time since the last financial appeal for our general finances. For some of you, it may indeed be the first time that you've ever heard the financial facts of our church life, and the first time that you've been invited to contribute financially. For some of you, this might be the first time for a while since you were encouraged to review your giving to St Giles. And perhaps for almost all of us, it will be the first time that we've been asked to change our approach and consider seriously our giving to St Giles. So one which allows the church not just to survive, but to be really more ambitious in spreading the good news of God's kingdom to our local community and beyond. So... How much extra do we need? As I said earlier, in order to cover our anticipated expenditure next year, we estimate that we'll need to raise an additional £100,000, or £8,500 per month. Spread between us all, that would mean an extra £50 per month for each regular member of St Giles, or £100 per couple. But the church isn't, a, it's not like a club, it's not got a fixed club membership fee. Instead, we encourage one another to follow biblical principles of giving. Earlier this year, conscious that our church finances and levels of giving were in urgent need of attention and not wanting to leave the matter to a new incumbent to be the first job when they arrive, as a PCC, we decided that there should be a harvest giving campaign this autumn. And during the summer, at the request of the PCC, Christopher has been preaching about biblical principles of giving. Generosity and money, our attitudes to our wealth, our need to reflect God's generosity to us. And prayer and giving, the vital need to come before God in prayer as we consider our giving to his work. Both here at St Giles, into our community and out into the wider world. I'm not going to ask Christopher to repeat each of those three talks now, but I have asked him just to give a really brief reminder of some of those biblical principles of giving. Honest, honest Gav, it will be brief. Um, 
just three little points, but all of these points you will find inside the, uh, uh, the little booklet that you get. You know, first of all, I give you to God should be a priority. What does it say in Scripture? On the first day of the week, each should set aside a sum of money. Not, um, not leaving it um, to the last thing, but, you know, God should come first. Secondly, proportional, a recognition that not everybody, you know, should pay the same. It's dependent on how God has blessed and enabled us. And some will be able to give more than others because of their income. And thirdly, um, as a privilege, you know, it is a privilege for us to support and be partners with God in this. Um, each, as St. Paul says to the Corinthians, each must do as they have made up their minds, not reluctantly, nor under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Thank you, Christopher. Um, if, if you missed any of the uh, sermons that Christopher gave over the summer, they, they should all be on the website. So I'd really encourage you to go back and, um, and, and listen again to those. Um, here at St Giles, the vast majority of our church family contribute to our stewardship scheme by means of a monthly um, banking standing order. I'd encourage you to give in this way. It really helps me to plan appropriately, know what income we have coming in to cover our monthly expenditure, know where, where those costs are, are, are going to be met from. At present, from about 180 roughly regular attendees, St Giles receives an average of about £65 per month, once you include the, the various tax reclaims that we can make on that giving. But the average cost of running St Giles would be approximately £115 per person per month. So we've got a shortfall there of around £50 per person per month. It may, may be useful to consider how our giving to God compares with what we spend on ourselves. Some examples on the screen of expenditure you might find useful to bear in mind. So what should we do now? We ask you to consider prayerfully, carefully, the level of your giving to God, both in terms of finances, which have really been the focus of today, but also your time and your other <laughs> gifts. We appreciate that the cost of living increasing, this is a really difficult time for people. And it can be equally difficult to decide how to prioritise where your increasingly scarce resources are spent. Pray about it. Do you feel able to give more towards God's mission? The answer to this is likely to be different to all of us. Financially, the most effective way uh, for us to give to St Giles is through monthly standing orders, as I've said. If you're not already given in this way, then please do so if you feel this is possible. Due to a technical problem, I don't have any standing order forms with me here today, but from next week, I'll make sure there's some at the back. If you have any questions or concerns about it, please do speak to me. If you're a long-standing giver to St Giles with a standing order in place, it's likely that you're giving into our legacy NatWest bank account. From an administrative perspective, really make my life a lot easier. I'd like to move as many people as possible onto our TSB accounts from 2023 onwards. And so if that relates to you, I will be in touch in due course. Nothing to do on that now, but I'll be in touch with whoever that's relevant for.
I'd also like to encourage you to let St Giles recover the tax you paid on any amount you give. Um, if you pay income tax for every £1 you earn, you're only getting a maximum of 80 pence of that. Um, but the government allows St Giles, as a charity, to reclaim that tax on any, any money that is donated and, and given, given to us by taxpayers. So we'll be able to sort you out with a gift aid declaration form which will allow us to then claim the tax back. And last year, as a church, we were able to claim back over £40,000 from HMRC in this way. What we give is between us and God. But as Christians, we give not simply because there is a need, but because we need to give. As we grow in our relationship with God, we come to realise that he has called us to be stewards of all of his gifts, including our money. Part of our stewardship is to share responsibly all that God has given with us to, to us with others. And as we give, we discover that it is good for us to give. In giving, we are blessed. And as Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And on another occasion, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. God's desire is that each of us should be in a right relationship with him and cheerfully accepting our responsibility as a member of the St Giles family. Remembering that in 2023, the responsibility is ours. Finally, I want to reiterate what I said at the start of this talk. I realise that no two people's circumstances will be the same, and this will naturally determine your response to how you receive this today. I also realise that this is not a conversation we've had in the past at St Giles. It may be challenging to hear it. If you would like to discuss anything I've said today any further, then please do speak to me. Likewise, if you're a newcomer to the church or someone who hasn't been involved in regular giving before, do let me know and I can talk you through how to, set, how to go about setting that up. Right, that's the end, the end of my talk. I'm going to hand over to Christopher, who's going to lead us in a prayer. Let's just bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we seek to manage our own personal resources at a very challenging time, we ask that we will not be consumed with anxiety for the future because you know that you care for us and you do provide. Help us to put our trust in you. And as we seek to discover your will in terms of our contribution to the life of this church, not just in energy and in time, but in our finance as well. Help us to discern your perfect will for us. All this we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.